With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome to the Sorry Plan Podcast. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, pod two four five. Ooh. Sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing body needs. Go to vector.co.uk. Vector with JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-nice.com. I will. Nice. Can I will. Try. Next time, can we try not to start with Endicott's mid anecdote? <laughs> It's funny. It's good. Yeah. Uh, James Endicott. Hello, how are you? Good. JD. I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm really good. JD Junior, in fact. Does, yeah. yeah, that's correct. That's what his dad calls in you. fact, I might yeah. start calling you Junior. Oh, like, um, uh, Indiana, weird. like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, l- listen, I'm very excited because uh, the oh. original lineup is, is on the pod. Okay, okay, no one else cares. Who's, who's, who's that guy in the corner? Who's he? That's, that is. Who is that? Is he is Mr. Andrew. Street. Oh, that's oh, Andrew Street. I'm not used oh, to an introduction. He looks older, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He's more mature somehow. He does look yeah. older. Are you a year older than last time we saw you? Not quite, but you and I no. have been on together for quite some time. I haven't seen you for a while, actually. No. You're looking good. I haven't seen you since. He's looking good, listeners. I look He's better looking slept good. all of a sudden. Yeah. Who knew? Uh-huh. I haven't seen you since Sunday, and you're not looking better than then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which would be a nice segue into the game, but I'm going to say hello to Kevin Day before I do that. Hello. Good. Right. Wow. Well, we had a nice bit of momentum going in. No, just, yeah, I like to kill momentum. Two hundred forty-five pods, and you should know this by now. Um, <laughs> listen, well, well, uh, part one is going to be talking about Newcastle and well, the game or the city, uh, the game, and 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 Will's injury, which, according to some Palace fans, is is 
the end of the world. Um, part two will be uh, questions from our listeners. Oh, excellent. And part three, we're going to be previewing Palace's trip to Everton on Saturday. No, um, no, very, very different format. No, yeah, it's nice. Like, oh, it yeah, good. Right. Happy, so, happy with that? I'm really yeah. excellent the way it's just going to flow from one part into the other yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Well, it won't fly. I mean, there'll be breaks. It won't fly. Obviously. Okay, okay it's not going to fly. Last week, he contradicted himself last week. We ended up with four parts last week. Did we? Did we? No, he didn't notice. I probably wouldn't. I don't Do you want to talk, first of all, about the Newcastle game or Will's injury? Um, Will's injury is the probably bigger news, I would say. But hey, it's it's our the, pod. It's, it's strange. The, I, it, to me, it looks like he's been carrying a bit of an injury for a couple of weeks, to be honest. I know they said he got injured early on in that Newcastle game. He didn't look as though he was struggling any more so than he had been in recent games. It's very, it's very bad news. <clears throat> and it illustrates exactly what we've been saying for the last couple of pods. A couple of years. Well, basically, yeah, our, squ- you know, our squad is... And well, in particular, we said last week that yes, we we're in trouble. We, we, you know, we brought another big centre-up forward and we've only got two wide men to put the ball in. Mm. And if one of them gets injured, then one of them has done so. But, I mean, the only... The optimistic Palace fans are the ones who say, well, if it's a month and he misses the tough games and he's back for the last... Well, because when we, we've, got, so, uh, we've got we've yeah. got a, a week off of the FA Cup fifth round, yeah, and potentially another week off. Maybe I'll so how only many couple of games? games? How many games are you going to miss? Four or five. Four or five. One of them. Spoke, but Townsend and Mamadou were supposed to be out for the season at one stage, and they yeah. were back much quicker than true. Yeah, they were back. So there is yeah. almost as if press conferences are being used to exaggerate the length of injuries to perhaps throw off the opposition. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe certainly out for Very cynical. I mean, it is rare with Wilf because he is. Such a machine, like for someone that gets kicked so often, mm-hmm. James. He yeah. actually, I mean, before this season, he never really had a big injury that I can remember. No, I can remember. No, I mean, he's, I just think you know, he's he has been off the last few games, and maybe Kev's right, he's just been struggling a little bit. Um, I, I think he'll be back quicker than they say. I think, do you feel I, like it's, I think what Andy's saying is I mean, correct. Uh, Adam Sells, when he comes in here, uses a lovely phrase, which is when everything's happened, it's either weddings or funerals mm. for a lot of fans. Do you, do I think, how do you I, feel about it? I think, I think the whole thing is completely blown out of proportion, to be honest. I think, it's abs- I think some of the things I've been reading on social media about Will's injury, like it is literally the end of the world, is ridiculous. He's, a gr- he's, one, he's, he's our best player. He's the one player that we've got that can change a game. Yep. He tears defences inside out. It's going to be horrible to not be with him, but it is a team game. Someone's like Schrodinger's Palace fan. Uh, but you've got, there we go. You've got, you've got, <laughs> Thank you very much. I salute the intention. I'm waiting to see Thank you. <laughs> where, where the next four games are so unwinnable that we're not going to get any points from it, it's going to completely ruin our season. But the it fact that Wilf is now out for those four or five games now means that we are de facto down. I don't, I don't get where... I don't get alarmism has come from. You know, frankly, I just think it's he's, he's an incredibly important player. It is, he is an important he player, is. but it's a, as I said, it's a team game, yeah. you know. And even when he's not been playing that well, look how, how many times we lost in the last thirteen games? Twice, twice, both right. for Arsenal. Okay, so and he's not been playing well for what three or four games? Yeah. But we yeah. have, we haven't been losing. But he, no? he was missing for six of the first seven games of the season. We, yeah, but we were we rubbish lost. anyway. Yeah, I think no, we'd have lost them even with him. And he, and he was playing yeah. in the Huddersfield game where, yeah, we were you know, we were absolutely yeah, terrible yeah. and yeah. Two, two of those games were away in, in Manchester where we were probably yeah. never going to get anything anyway. The, the problem is this, it, it throws it into sharp relief because you look at Everton, you know, Walcott, Balassi, Calvert-Lewin, Chenkin, Rooney, yeah. they've got any number of players to, to step in and we've got Either Serlock plays on the left, mm-hmm. which we're told he can do, or Chungi steps in, or we completely change the way we play. So that's that's what it throws into relief. It's not so much. It's, it's strange because the second half in particular, when he was right in front of us, there was a couple of 
pirouettes and spins and turns he did. He didn't get the impression mm. that he was carrying. A, I thought he came back not. in the second so half on Sunday a lot yeah. stronger than the first half. I thought the first half he drifted a lot and wasn't really involved. I mean, bear in mind as well that the way Roy's been setting up recently for games has actually been drawing a lot of criticism from Palestinians because Wilf hasn't been out wide. Yeah, no. Wilf's actually been up front. So in theory, we're not losing a winger; we're losing a striker, and we've, we've just bought a striker. Based as James says, based on his current form, mm. he's not. It's not a massive loss. It is because he's a talisman, and he's, yeah. but it will mean we have to adapt the way we play against Everton. But, but Roy has shown he can do that. Yeah, yeah well, I, just, I think you know, with all these things, it's, you, you, you've you've got to spin it. You've just got to spin the whole thing, and you just got to look at those other players who are there, thinking, you know, I've got a chance. Yeah. I've just got a chance, whether they're a kid or they're not a kid. You know, it's just. I just think teams teams pull together when things aren't going that well, as we've been doing recently. And if Will's injured, everybody knows in the club he's our best player. He's injured. He's out. Yeah. Get on with it. Mm. Deal with it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I actually think we will deal with it. Well, I mean, last time a score player came in to fill in his place was Bakri Sacco, and he ended up being then he player injured. of the month. Obviously, he's <laughs> yeah. injured as well. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. Palace drink. Yeah. Um, but he ended up being player of the month for January. Yep. I mean, rightly so. do we underestimate some of our squad players? Some, you know, why can't Chungy step in? And I know he hasn't proven in the past, but well, mostly because he's not very good. Yeah, but we I, can't, I think we can't, that's probably going to be the biggest. Yeah, but you would have, you'd have you said that about Bakary. You would have said that. About we did. Say Andy Street definitely would have said yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, he would have done. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. It's, <laughs> people who listen, for the most part, people who listen to this point are intelligent people. They've listened to this pod for quite a lot of time. It's not what JD said off mic. If we were suddenly to start saying, "Don't worry, we got Chungy on he'll step in." Go, hang on a second hang on a second what have you done with those people who kept saying we have to get him off the wage I mean Sacco's more of a light for light replacement than yeah. for Zaha than yeah. Chungi is mm. I still wouldn't be surprised if, if his option is that he plays Sir I said I don't know I've, well, well that's set. exactly what JD and I were saying earlier yeah. I think because he's been playing Wilf quite often in that just effectively so, uh, auxiliary striker role I could see him just doing a one for one but I mean that was one of the frustrating things about the first half on Saturday it's like MacArthur He's all right as a wide player, but not when you've got someone like Zahar yeah. who can do it much better. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, both of them were clearly out of sorts in the first half, yeah. even though we created chances despite ourselves at the end. And it's only when we reverted to where they should be playing that yeah. we started. We were much better in the second. But equally, he did start out wide against Arsenal yeah, and against I, Burnley when Sacco is really, you know, in yeah. such good form that he was deserving of a start and Wilf wasn't as great out wide as he had been arguably in some matches where he'd started up front and then as the match had developed and the, the system had changed the time a bit and reverted almost to sort of the Palace system of last season started operating in those wide areas mm. I think that's where we're going to end up missing him um, basically when you change the game you try to say look things haven't gone quite where we want and we now need to have some sort of wild card we now don't really have that yeah. Yeah, that's true I, I, I think that's the issue and, and because of that we're now going to have to effectively well, we don't really know grind stuff out we don't know how good our new players are mm-hmm. Rakip and Serlot so it may be that they are the wild card and it might be that's the story well, Rakip scored didn't he for he the did, Rezies yeah. during the week the Rezies <laughs> yeah. on a park against Charlton yeah, so, yeah, so that's not a Maybe theory. the next week we're saying, oh, so lots, how, how brilliant is that? We don't yeah. need Wilf, but... Yeah. I mean, just thinking back over, you know, last few weeks and Wilf not being that good, I mean, maybe maybe because he was actually injured. He'd been, maybe he'd actually been carrying an injury that we didn't know about and that's why so he's I think, not been... I think that's possibly quite right. And I think maybe the reason they said he got, in, 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 he got injured against Newcastle is they didn't want to admit that he has been carrying a knot. Yeah. And also he just carries... He, 
the amount of low level battering he gets for yeah, every game yeah. and the amount of pressure he puts on his joints and the way he moves he's going to get he's going to mm. get injured and it might be that you're better off having him in bursts of six or seven games where he's really I good like when he came back after, from the Chelsea game onwards yeah. when he was unplayable for four or five games he's also such an enthusiastic kind of player that you can almost imagine him saying that he was alright if he was on 60% yes. yeah. and kind of saying no I'm alright yeah, I'm fine yeah, yeah, I think yeah, there was yeah. something that some yeah. fans noticed on Sunday where Hodgson actually gestured across, gestured across to him and said, are you okay? And he went, oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. And you, he, Wolf's that kind of player who will play through yeah. it, which well, is perhaps exacessibly. If he's not playing at 100% as well, he's going to get caught more than he is anyway. And he's going to get frustrated. You can see the last couple he of weeks he's been getting very frustrated, frustrated on Sunday, yeah. But even before that, the Arsenal game, he was getting really frustrated. I, I also think, so. I think what, what Kev alluded to, I think the fact that he's possibly going to be, well, he's going to be out for four or five, maybe six games. I think, I think we'll probably will hopefully play into our favour because him getting rested, he'll come back fresh as mm-hmm. a daisy. And for that final surge towards the end of the season, when we'll need him more than ever. Yeah. You know, so I think it's I mean, a good thing. It will be really interesting to see how he replaces him because, uh, again, it's another conversation. We had that slight lack of energy in midfield that mm. it was even noticeable at the end of the second half on Sunday, which is why I think he may well go for Lee instead of Solo, but just because of that. That energy, that I, th- I think you know, I, it, we've had a fair few injuries this season. You know, Benteke's been yeah, out for yeah. a bit, Wolf has been out as well, and I've got a fair few now, although not many of them, as Andy and I said before the board, are actually first choice players. Really, Schlup, Dan, Dan, those guys are arguably in contention for their, yeah. for their spot. But yeah. my point is, I think Roy doesn't get enough credit for dealing with these things. Like when Benteke was injured. We all lost our, you know, everyone yeah, was thinking this yeah, is yeah. terrible, yeah. and we were way more effective yeah. with no striker. Yeah. He found a yeah, way to get yeah, the best yeah. out of those players, so that kind of fills me with confidence that in these next few weeks he'll find a way. Well, some I think to make it work. I don't know if it was a standard or some dreadful transfer tavern type thing you start to tell these days. Unless, Are those two things trans- different? Unless transfer tavern is the one you work for, JD. I don't <laughs> no, know. not not currently. But no, if they're offering, but, then <laughs> yeah. well, somebody made the point that maybe because Van Arnold. I mean, Van Arnold was so good going forward on Sunday that maybe he's the option maybe he's the solution you put Kelly in at left back and you, maybe, play, yeah. you play Van on hold wider up front because he was yeah. he was taking players on and he was fast didn't he he was really what, fast on Sunday well, I, I hadn't noticed that before well. he, he was a lot faster than I've seen him ever play before that was, that's, I was quite that's, shocked that's actually. he really was he yeah. really was pacing. He was getting he was getting ahead of Wilf quite a lot of the time as well, mm. in the, especially in the first half. Well, should we should we move on to the Newcastle game and actually PVA in particular because I think quietly. In the last few weeks, he's actually possibly gone about as being our best player. Some of us, I hate to say, some of us have been saying for quite some time that he's our best left back. He's a Premier League quality left back. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I'm not listening back to pods. I don't know if that's true. My learned friend over there is nodding <laughs> in a way that I've only seen him nod when Hennessy's dropped a ball. <laughs> on the edge of the box. I but didn't yeah. know whether that was before or after yeah. you called Frank De Boer a world class coach, though. He is a world class coach. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Not> <laughs> I just, by the way, you're sitting in the chair of somebody who this time last week was telling us how good Wayne Hennessy was. Yeah, again, that's true. Again, yeah. another, well, it's, another it's always du- good to have upgrades in your squad, isn't it? <laughs> another double world class. Yeah, he was an upgrade. I've always said that Van Aert will be my first choice at left back. He's a, he's a Premier League left back. We were delighted when Allardyce brought him in, and he started really well. He had a little burst of games start of the season when he was out of sorts. Yeah, strangely, with when De Boer came in, but yeah. I think he's looking better and better. I think he's he's him and Tompkins were uh, stood out on. Yeah, I think we just lacked a lot in the middle of the field, didn't we? On at the weekend, I think that's where we just really lacked. It's just looked well, at that. Just, half, definitely. Well, the first half I thought was just you just looked and just thought, where is anything coming from? 
Yeah. Will Fosdon on fire, but in, in the middle, it was just nothing. There's no do that. It was it was one of those games. You just needed somebody with a little bit of spark of creativity, some a little bit of magic, a little bit of genius, well, and it was, just wasn't going to come I from any of our I, lot. I don't mind us accidentally making Jack Wilshire look world class, but when we were making John Joe Shelby look world class, I feel like we always first, do that. Who's no? We, we, play just, him. we just didn't lay. We didn't lay a glove on him. The, no, the no. first half, we just let, gave him that thirty yard range. And again, Ben Turkey is one of the people that are not. Dropping back to challenge him, but he just bossed the game in the first half, and he's not—he he bossed it because he had time on the ball. He just had so yeah, much time. Like, yeah. it's just like, he was like—he was like thinking, "Oh, this is all right. Yeah. This means I'm not going to get sold for the next for a while." But maybe that—I mean, Andy, maybe that's a tactical thing. Like you know, we talked about Benteke not closing down all the time, and actually, maybe it's something he's told to conserve energy or to to not lose position and stuff. Maybe Palace like to let midfield have the ball and stuff so they can hit him on the counter or suck him in. You know, maybe this isn't something they're not doing because they're not working hard enough or trying. It's a tactical True. approach. I think I saw something on Twitter the other day that said that if you took it just in terms of first halves, and obviously you don't because that would be, you know, pretty damaging to Kevin to get back to the pub that quickly. But if you took it only on first halves, he's nodding. Sagely. It's, very Sagely. Thoughtful, it's very thoughtful of you. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I think we'd be bottom. Really? The Premier League because we start games that slowly yeah. and we've, we've seen it quite a few times this season um, just off the top of the head you know Southampton away we were particularly yeah, yeah. bad first half Watford yeah, uh, again on, on, on Sunday part of you does wonder whether or not it's sort of tactical and Roy saying you know don't give too much early on don't you know don't go over the top try and conserve some energy because we will rally late because we always do mm-hmm. and part of you just wonders whether it's just us being terrible in first halves but it's become so, a but little do you think bit is, is, is it, is it a half time then Andy I mean I just I thought on Sunday that they came out the second half as though Hodgson had just given them the right telling off yeah. or is it the fact that he goes right now you've done what I told you to do yeah, go yeah. and do I mean yeah. it's, it's, it, it's either one or the you other you can isn't imagine it? that's I, happened I, so I, often though now hasn't yeah. it you kind of think well maybe yeah. have they been not told to take it easy but have they told, been told to keep, keep it so yeah keep it I conservative it, keep it compact maybe that's why you're seeing Wilf not dropping out wide not trying to create the stuff that he creates in the second halves maybe that's why you're seeing that quite rigid narrow deep compact 4-4-2 in a lot of games Maybe it's just that Roy's thinking, well, if we don't concede, and even when we have conceded, we've not conceded two, three, four other than Arsenal. If we don't concede too many, as long as we stay in the game, which generally we do under him, we've got a chance. But in recent games at home, though, it's been the opposite. We've been quite positive. Like Burnley, we've we've started to try and win the game and like worked against Burnley. But but, what's interesting, though, is I think it was Harry Howes last week who said what, what Benteke really needs in the first five minutes is a through ball where he beats he beats the central <laughs> defender and slots yeah. it home and he, I think it's, I think it's Van Arnold it's yeah, it was a really fantastic yeah, yeah. ball right ahead of Benteke and he did oh. not the defender and he just fluffed it I mean, do you see Mark Lawrenson on match today saying well he's not much yeah. of a dinker over the over the keeper is he well, I, I was too busy shouting at Mark Chelsea. Lawrenson for his inability to understand the offside law <laughs> and the fact that assistant refs are allowed to speak to referees in games I quite like the fact that he now does look quite report. a bit like a learned badger though oh he's well <laughs> no he looks like a badger he looks like a, he's not a, it's not a learned badger <laughs> if he was a learned badger I'd be fine he's a nice fellow. I like Mark he's a nice but, he, but he's that was match day two on Sunday night was atrocious 
Yeah. The, the fact that they had to eventually dig out the offside law and show it to him on, a, on the big screen. Really? Because he kept saying, well, what does it matter if the other player touched the ball deliberately? Otherwise, he could say, well, the law says that if the player receives the ball and it's been deliberately touched by a opponent, he's not offside. Well, that's a daft law. So, well, nevertheless, yeah, but, <laughs> he's, exactly, he's yeah. the law of football. And he's going, Murder's a daft he's law. Going well. VR, and he's going, he said, what, what, he said, what's the assistant referee doing? He's telling the ref that uh, Van Dyke kicked him. He said, well, doing his job. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he quite clearly did kick him. He didn't just kick it wasn't just a nudge. He kicked him. He kneed him in the back. So it's yeah. like both decisions were right decisions, like, but it happened to Liverpool, so we know that's not allowed to happen <laughs> in terms of the way football, yeah. especially with where Lawrence is concerned. But so I didn't really take any notice of what he said about. Okay, no, he just Benteke said Pepe's not a dinker over the keeper. But of course, last season against Chelsea, Chelsea, he scored yeah. that fantastic yeah. goal where yeah. he did yeah. dinker, yeah. dinker, dinker over the keeper. Very good. I'm Bent- amazed that my learned badger friend didn't do a joke about Rodan's the dinker. In that case, he was so well, look, we get accused of being. Two eyebrows is let alone. No, no, no. And I haven't got time to references. You, you, you get accused of that. I haven't got time to do that. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I think uh, mine are far more vociferous. We had a de- <sighs> we had a Daily Star journalist on last week. What more do yeah. people want? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Other newspapers are available. Thank God. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, people know what? that. No, but you, you know, it's just, it's just for parity. But nobody's at home going. What? There's I only no one idea. Yeah. There are other newspapers available. What representing different views? Perhaps there's more news going on than the fact. Maybe some people don't. I'm just trying to be fair. It's trying to be a fair to this daily star podcast. You're, you're, between, <laughs> you're between jobs. Clearly, is that what it is? I will do anything. Um, <laughs> I've seen keep, that video. We keep, we keep saying though, Enders, don't we? We're doing it all season. Like, ah, oh, Benteke, he'll get a chance. He'll have a goal. He'll go on a run. He's had two two goals. None at home this season. It's, yeah. it's still not. It's the middle of February. He's and he's he's had more chances than we <laughs> we'd like to remember yeah. as well. I yeah. mean, let's be honest. Yeah. There's at least one or two, maybe two a game that are not they're not clear cut chances. There were a, a couple of headers on Sunday where. Yeah. In, in fact, there's there's been a few headers, but two especially on Sunday where he he he, he rose really well. Met the ball and just didn't even get it on target and I'm I don't know you know it's all it'll go into him one day no I'm, just, I'm starting to get a little bit bored of that it's too late if he gets a goal a game he's going to end up with 14 goals yeah, which is not good enough right. really. and, but there was there's one header from a corner which is almost too good we yeah, I mean, too early but there was one right at the end that led to a scramble it was such a weak header where Wilford created this place and the one in the first half it looks like you almost cleared it off the line the problem yeah. is the problem is I think as I was I think I spoke about this last week or maybe the pod before is that defenders are scared of Benteke even, even though he's not been scoring he's a, he's a big bloke and he does hold the ball up well he's he's quite aggressive sometimes he can be quite physical I think people are scared people are scared of him. I think what's happening now is that defenders are just, will just get less and less scared of him mm-hmm. so it's not that he's not playing any differently I think defenders are going to get just more and more confident against him yeah. thinking, oh it's Benteke oh it's fine and that will feed uh, into his lack of, of confidence of course exactly just, or so it might I give him more opportunities it might possibly do. who knows who knows I think actually I think ironically he's actually playing better outside the box and he is, has been mm. all season he's, yeah, winning far, is, yeah. he's winning a lot more headers and bringing people into the game a lot more with you wouldn't think if you sat around where, where I no, said oh man I mean the fans just don't people are, people are just but, sick but I think that game. must that, that must reach the pitch as well it's got to it's got to it's so negative but it's not for lack of effort like, with some of the it's not, he, he is trying it's just, no, it's it's just, just not, not coming off it's a lack of there is a lack of visible effort there it's not he's winning the ball more than anyone else in the league in the air uh, yeah. and he's getting yeah, into he, decent he, positions uh, I know these sound like excuses for him and I, I hate they to are. I hate, <laughs> and they are <laughs> well no it's not yeah. it's not excuses it's saying that he's, he's doing at the moment 
some good stuff. He's doing fine. Other than yeah. the thing that you really wanted to I, be. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, if he's fit, he's in the team. Full stop. Of I mean, yeah, of course, it's all, you know, it's almost a non-argument. But yes, yes, of course, we'll want to score more goals. But he's getting there. He's getting in the right positions. He's winning the ball. He's holding up well. He's dragging players here, there, and everywhere. He's he's doing all right. Just not scoring. Who wants to know about mm-hmm. expected goals? Go, Go on. on. He oh. is twelfth highest in the league for expected goals, which is basically like quality of opportunities. And yet, <laughs> no, wait, I'm not finished yet. This? Captain. You, you get it, you get it. Come on, it's, it's straightforward. Yeah. And yeah, he, there's <laughs> Sorry, the biggest, wasn't it? Yeah. biggest variance between the number of goals he should have had based on the opportunities and the number of goals he has got of any of those strikers at the top of the list. So basically, we are creating chances for him based on the quality of chances you would have expected him to put more away. And I'm going to stick my neck out on the line and say that He's going to get a good few before the end of the season. So, how many is he expected to score? He's he's twelfth at the moment on that list of strikers in terms of the opportunities they've had, and he should have had so far about nine goals. Well, that's not good, then, is it? That's that. That's still not very good. I I know you're a lawyer, but am I? Nine goals in the Premier League is not bad at all these days. He got more than that. Yeah, if he got nine goals, I'd be saying that's brilliant. (laughs) But he hasn't. But he hasn't. He's got two. God, it's and like is... listening to Jeff Stelling going on again, isn't no, it? No, but two's, I mean, nine goals is great. It, no, I'm saying with, 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 the, with the quality of opportunities that are, are falling to him. Yeah. So event- that makes it worse. No, well, no, well, certainly it's having a period does. of underperformance so and eventually ding, 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 ding regression well, to well, the, the main. The point is because we, we have said in the pod, oh, we, if you give Benteke a chance, he'll score it and maybe he's not be getting the chances. That stat kind of proves that he is getting the chances. Yeah. As we've just been saying, we knew that just by watching the games. I've got a stat that tells me that Hennessy's the third best goalkeeper in the world. No, you haven't. You actually don't. Name that stat. Tell me the source of it. And then we dissect it. Goal. As I told you, it was a game a couple of weeks ago. Man City just scored four, and it said expected goals per game two point one. It's just ludicrous. It doesn't. Yeah, well, it's, it's not ludicrous. Still, it tells you, tells you the quality of opportunity that's being created by a team, so you can look objectively at whether or not they've played well or not. I look objectively at him every week, and, <laughs> and he's not playing well. He scored two goals. You just said he should have scored nine, so he owes us seven already. <laughs> no, no, not not in terms of him specifically. I'm saying that expected goals works for a team as a whole. It doesn't tell you whether a player or not is is playing particularly so we well. Should have scored nine against Newcastle. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying we should have scored nine against Newcastle, Captain Luddite. <laughs> Captain Luddite. All about the Skylark. Anyway, I'll he just take. needs to make something happen. That's what he does. At the, he's making he took, stuff happen. He's, he's getting made, in good opportunities. Well, no, he should have had said, three on well, three on Sunday. But he didn't. But he didn't. Yeah, but yeah. Why, by make stuff happen, well, you saying, mean I'm make goals happen? No, no, I'm, no, I'm not even that. I'm talking about something like Yannick, who out of nowhere would win a ball that he didn't deserve to win, or would make a block that he shouldn't have made, blocked, or get across it. Just something like that needs to fall for him. That's what he, or like Costi, he just needs to. And he shouldn't. Be, he shouldn't have to make a visible effort. We shouldn't have to do what. You know, no. he shouldn't have to run around so fans know you're trying. But he, but just, unfortunately, needs, but he is... just needs to make something happen for him. He needs to make something happen out of nothing for him. And right. well, speaking but, but of... he doesn't look like he's trying to make that happen. But he's, he's clearly doing what he's told to do. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, I think he Obviously is. Obviously, he's doing what he's told to do within the, within the format of the way we're playing. And speaking of making things happen, he won us a penalty. Oh, I thought that was going to be the break. Then. Yeah, I thought so that was going to be the break. No, sorry. Um, he did win us a penalty, oh. Enders, in that first 
second half in the second half yes. for yes. the shirt pool yeah the shirt pool yeah well as Mark Lawrence has said if we're going to start giving penalties for shirt pools we'll be giving four a game we'll, but, we'll, I mean, we'll give was, four a game then a but the thing is, but, but we do, I mean Roy said after the game I, I don't normally see shirt pools out the box but if there was a shirt pool in the centre circle it would 100% be a free kick and it yeah. was definitely was a foul a oh, yeah, he well, needed his jump it was right in front of where I sit as you know and everybody around us was screaming yeah, that it was, it was yeah. a penalty it, was, it, was, it wasn't just a shirt pull he actually held, held him back he actually yeah. couldn't go any yeah. further it was like really pulled him he back. impeded his jump we, yeah, every, no, every single person in the halfway just went um, and ball probably wouldn't it I don't know. <laughs> no I mean that's what well, that's I mean I even I got home I was really there's a worse one later on there's a worse one later on that I didn't even see was it on Macca I thought it was on Macca but the thing is we were always asking for consistency if you're going to give a penalty for a shirt pull down that end for Palace you have you have to give that even if you don't think it's blatant you have to give that second one it's the exact same thing yeah there aren't levels of shirt pool. He pulled, he yeah. stopped him jumping. Simple as that. <laughs> exactly. Full stop. So, and, exactly. and hats off to the assistant ref who spotted it. Yeah. As we didn't. Sorry, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> he just you did that on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> 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 He's just catching up with your can expected goals. Can you, <laughs> can you ask Siri um, whether they thought it was a penalty in the second half, please? Um, but you, if we'd got that penalty and scored it, although obviously judging which by we, this season. Which we did. No, the second one. The one oh, right at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which we wouldn't have scored but actually I haven't said that Luca only just scored just oh my days lucky is he top lucky scorer? Luca. top scorer must be, must be three or four Seven. penalties now he's got a couple of yeah. Arsenal Southampton away yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we had got that penalty in the second half and scored it would that have been a deserved win because I, I think yeah. I think Palace were, were very very good in the second half far better expected goals than Newcastle yeah. Yeah. well do you know what's interesting as well though if we had got if we had even though it's so tight in that table if we've got two extra points on Sunday so many more Palace fans would be going oh yeah we're staying up yeah but yeah. apparently losing those two points has thrown us right back in the middle of the I was, I, was an, I, wanted to, I wanted to I wanted to say something I was just I was quite and I've mentioned it already a little bit about the negativity and it was just I re- leaving the ground on Sunday the negativity around mm. was just I was getting actually quite annoyed about it I was thinking it was going like we lost two points we lost two points no we didn't we got a point out of a game yeah. against one yeah. of our rivals to yeah. go down more to the point well, of people forgetting know. how bad we were against Watford where we got three points yeah. and, and just, how yeah. bad we were in the first yeah. half against yeah. Southampton yeah. where we got yeah. three points it's almost like a team yeah. will sometimes get results that they don't deserve just, and yeah. sometimes not get the results that they deserve I was, I was quite I was t- I was taken aback, really, by the the level, the level of negativity. Not just about everything, about I mean, you know, it, from 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 the weather to the way the team played. It was, quite but it, it was really bad. Yeah. But just the fact that all this we've lost two points, lost two points. And I just I felt like it's just saying, look, you know that moment you say, can everybody just stop now? Yeah. Everybody just walking down the whole day, just stop. We've got a point against yeah. a team that is around. Hello, Earth calling. Yeah, this well, is a good thing. We have not, we've lost one. We've lost twice in like fifteen games. <laughs> can you can we get some sort of reality check here? It also, you shows, know what I mean. It shows, I think, that people have got short memories because in any one of the last three home seasons, any home point would have been a good point. Exactly. Yeah. Against anyone, yeah. Because our home form was abysmal. And yeah. in fact, I think the important thing is everyone goes, "Oh, it's oh, we're two points dropped," and you can understand why they say that because it's on the list of games we expect to win. Yeah. But. Against the team that's around us, it's it's a point. It's game. a point game without a doubt. It's a point. Game. Another point ahead of West Brom. You, know. you were saying before the pod, and I'd forgotten this because it was the year anniversary of losing four 0 home to Sunderland, yeah. which obviously was a day when oh, I wouldn't even want to listen to our pod. Cause I'm sure yeah. we were very doom and gloomy about that. But awesome. we had we had 19 points that day. Yeah. at that game we've got <laughs> 27 now. We've yeah. been on six before. We beat Bournemouth on transfer window day last year to 
to put us onto 19 points because we, we'd yeah. been on 16 points from Boxing Day. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then we went on to 19 points after beating after losing to Sunderland, which we stayed on for another game, I think. Yeah, and then we, so lost, we lost at... Um, Stoke away. Stoke. Mm. And then we were on so we're eight run. points. Yeah, we're eight points of where we were this time last season, which yeah. is brilliant. And, but everyone's going, well, no one's adrift. It's because teams like Swansea and Bournemouth suddenly win. Yeah, and it's also because a team like Manchester City are winning every single game. Yeah. so you know, yeah. there's, there's a team yeah. at the top that no one's taking yeah. any points and, from. And normally, as well, even well, though we Sunderland, even though Sunderland beat us four 0 they were still. You still thought well, the Sunderland are going down anyway. That was yeah. a dead, that was yeah. a dead cat bounce. Yeah. But there's but, no one. But we haven't had that day like that, have we? We haven't had a day that bad. No, no, because yeah, that was horrible. That was yeah, that was yeah, the day where you thought, "Oh, hang on, early February, we are actually in yeah. trouble." Well, I think it was before the Middlesbrough game last season. Where I thought to myself, "If we don't win this, yeah. I think we're probably relegated." Yeah. I didn't say it at the time, obviously, but um, I, I did think that at the time. Yeah. And uh, it's it, you know uh, before Sunday's game, I kind of thought, "Well, it's probably a, a must not lose game. If we lose, exactly. if we lose, That's it, exactly be, what if it we, was. If, if we lose it, it's it's not good, and we're starting to <coughs> start to starting to slip down." But mm. after that, after that result. If you look at Skybet, it's 8.5 for Palace to go down. If people honestly think it's as certain as they're saying, I'd be whacking all my money on it. If, it, if it's that certain. Well, I don't... 8.5 out of what? 8.5 to 1. It's like nearly so 9 put, to 1. If you put, if you put, yeah. if you put okay, a 10... Okay, you're being facetious way. here. No, no, if you put, I can't tell anymore. If you put a, te- if you put a 10 around, you get an 85 quid. So 8.5 to 1 to stay up? No, to go it's, down. it's to not go down, 1.06 to stay up. 8.5 to what? That's great. Yeah, 8.5 so, to, yeah, to, to go down. So if There's I no put a tenner on Palace and they go down, I'll get 85 quid. Correct. What's the point in working? Just yeah. bet. Well, no, it's, it's so certain, apparently. <laughs> it's I don't know why yeah. people aren't putting, you know, thousands and thousands on this. Well, no, no, I mean, I think we might get the points one by one, but I. But we'll we, get them. We need 12 points to stay up. I, mean, yeah. I think we need 10. Well, possibly. I mean, well, I'm slightly worried because... There aren't, a, there isn't a team car, so I think 12 to stay up. And then but lots of those teams are playing them, playing each true. other. We've got, over and we've the got course. to play them as you well. Know, that's a, that's Stoke have yeah, Brighton yeah. next yeah. week. That's a fair point. But but the fact, what you need to look at is the fact that, as James said, we've lost two out of the last 15 games, yeah. both of those are to Arsenal. So there's no, our, our momentum, you look at Huddersfield, you look at West Brom. Their momentum is completely. They have no momentum. Complete, we're completely the other way. So which is which is why it frustrates yeah. me when I, and you know, and I'm not here to moan about the Palace fans because you know they're the best in the country. I mean, you know, we know that. But when you walk out of a great game and you hear that, just I think, what well, what do you really really want yeah. for your? If you really want to see, if you want to see a team winning, go to flipping Manchester every other week because I'm not interested. Mm. It's just yeah. it's just tiring. Yeah. Your, your team is surviving in this league for the fifth possibly six seasons you know just embrace it get behind the team and let's have a you know we, enjoy it we, we, we're, we're in it we're in it and as we keep saying every week everything's got to be put into that context of losing seven games without exactly and, a, and also we've quietly gone about with having our best home form yeah for ages we haven't, yeah. we've lost at home, since Roy's first game at home to Southampton lost home we've once. lost at home once and that was in the middle of September to Arsenal and that's bear in mind we've talked no, about no, our home form being, we lost to Arsenal. It's been pretty shocking Sorry, the last I mean, few seasons, hasn't I it? I mean, uh, middle of September is when Roy's first game was. Oh right, so the Southampton defeat. Yeah, yeah I mean, really, we've talked about good. our home form being so pivotal. Is that, it, yeah. We've got decent home form now. Yeah, yeah Selhurst is becoming I mean, quite a bit of a fortress again. Not the fortress it was, but um, no. But it's, I mean, come on, it's a lot better. Absolutely, it's a lot thought. better. Well, because we're a lot better organised team. You know, apart from Arsenal. You know when we, you know yeah. that that first half. You know we we we're not falling apart under teens. No. You know we can hold on, which is why I'm not that worried about Wilf not being around because mm. I, I I think there's in, enough 
enough within the squad. I know we talk about the squad being thin, but I think there's enough enough heads in there to keep it together. I think you've got people like Jimmy Mack, people like that will just keep it, will just keep it together. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of keeping it together, let's keep the pod to. Oh, damn it. Let's move on to part two. Brilliant. Uh, in part two, we've got questions from our listeners. So, Jonathan, a bit. Hello, welcome back to the Fabio Pan Podcast. Hey. Pod two forty-five, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector with Okay. And JCIS, a global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. Okay, I will. Oh, nice. Yeah, good. Um, Yeah, good. Um, Questions from our listeners. Uh, The first question is from Pete Carter. Hi, Pete. Hi, Pete. He says, will you ask any questions that aren't sent in by Panda Arms 101? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Panda Panda Arms has sent us six questions. So I'm going to give you the choice of a number between one and six. Well, hang on. Can you you just answer Pete's question by saying... Well, yes. 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 Pete's, yes, Pete's about to find is out. Is the number between one and six how many questions of Panda Arms we're going to ask? Uh, no, ask no he's got six. Yeah, he's he's give me, give me, I've never understood that. Does that mean give me, give me. you are really fetching this out? If it's, <laughs> it's between, very simple. If you, just, you said there weren't many questions. <laughs> if it's between one and six, does that mean we can't have one or six? You can have one or six as well. Inclusive. So it's between naught and seven then. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. <laughs> just say a number. <laughs> Pedant. <laughs> Four. Four. Okay. Um, Okay, we've spent most of our season uh, being the victim of overly zealous opposition. Oh, hang on. Panda Arms 101 sends a question in. Hi, Panda. Hi, oh, Panda. got to be fair, mate. Um, we've spent most of the season being the victims of overly zealous opposition players. Is it time we became a more aggressive, nastier team? Well, it's, it, it's always good to have in, you know, it's why we enjoyed uh, Jedinak so much, you know, because yeah. he used to get stuck in. It's why we love Luca. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, you, you, I think each team needs one. One of those players, at least, maybe two. I think, you know, I, I, I'm quite happy with the way we I think maybe you can get a little bit more aggressive sometimes, but well, I think like we're fine. Luca's incredibly cynical challenge mm. in the third yeah. minute at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. Or the fact that we tried to break Kevin De Bruyne in half twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be uh, I'd be interested to see what our yellow card stats are. I'd, I think if you were to ask fans of other football clubs whether they perceived us to be a, not a physical team, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're short of... We, I, we certainly give away a lot of free kicks. I mean, Andre Maris. Luke is an animal. He's from Serbia. He'll yeah. the first half. Yeah, the first half. First half on Sunday, Mariner was shocking. He was only allowing one team to. Paul yeah, Paul Mariner was he playing? Yeah, he was. Wow, Amazing. so much so that he, I I was convinced somebody had a word. It was like the first five minutes of the second half, we got about eight free kicks. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think we're not we're not we don't lack physicality. I don't think. No, I, I, Except I don't think imagine, we do. Ben Teke should, should probably be getting more yellow cards. Mm. But, we haven't had a red this season, have we? Oh, oh well done. Cut. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes into Goodison Park. Bang goes the Everton game. Well done. There you go, lump on. There you go, easy, right. easy money. Um, Unbelievable. Okay, so Robin Mickelberg. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. Says, uh, why doesn't the pod ever talk about VAR? I'm particularly interested in what Kevin Deal feels. <laughs> Kevin Deal feels and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he's going to be very progressive about it and also receptive. He's going to welcome it, such, such it, technological it, innovations. It had already come up earlier on, Robin, so thank you very much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you can really want pods. It's a rather, rather jokey question this week, aren't they? And, and, and do you welcome it, Kevin? I know what. Do you welcome it? It wasn't on last what? week. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. it wasn't on last week. Okay. No, you asked me again last week what I thought of it, you sarcastic. He hasn't been on, he hasn't been on for a while, though, so I'm just... West, West Ham have the most yellow cards in the Premier League. How many have we got? Uh, they've got 57. How, How many have we got? We've got 49. 
Which so a catch up fast ranks with seventh. Um, seventh. What is that Se- rank? Seventh in terms of okay. red cards and yellow cards. Okay. okay, so we're about third of the way through the league. Mm. Yeah. The red, the, the card league. You need to pick it up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Richard Bushel. Hi, Richard. Hi, Richard. Oi. Says, uh, See what I did then. <laughs> Oi. Yeah. Is that another reference? Uh, be, so, yeah. I, 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 there'll Is be some people. Gary who, Bishel, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, reference. yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Good. Okay. Um, says, should we have kept Sully Kaika in the squad rather than loaned him out? No. Nope. Uh, in light, in light of losing a wide player. Well, we didn't. I, uh, we, we did deal with this last week when I said as much. But uh, uh, everyone points out that clearly Hodgson did not like him. Safe in full stop and would have foreseen. You know, weaknesses in the squad clearly doesn't rate him as a he's not shown it. I'm afraid he's not shown anything at this level yet and he's had not the, the a glut of opportunities but he'd had, he's had some opportunities and he would have been watched in training obviously every day by yeah. Hodgson and his team and ultimately he's been sent to Charlton for a reason and mm. probably because they think that his best you know, uh, best window of getting good development is by going to a League One side well, so the idea that all of a sudden he's going to be ready to fill the shoes of our best player, who's a fifty million pound player, I think it's very wishful thinking. It's quite that is a good point actually, and I probably was as guilty of that wishful thinking as others. But you rose tinted glasses about yeah. your own players. But he, Sully was the one who went to Brentford last year, wasn't yeah. he? And yep. did really well. Did very well. And yeah. that's so, did all right, didn't he? So, but it's interesting that he's gone to a League One team. He's not even gone to a Championship team. He's gone to a League One team. So yeah. has he? Where's he gone? Charlton. Charlton. Oh yeah, they're definitely yeah. not very good. <laughs> so, uh, that's, an indi- that's an indication of where they where they think he belongs yeah. in a in a way, which almost implies that he's gone backwards since. It's a shame, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a shame, and we do come back to this, you know, the, the youth team the not academy. producing, yeah. you know, essentially, which is just frustrating. Mm. <laughs> no, okay, fine. Um, well, no, it is. But what else are we supposed to say to that? Yeah, when you do you know, that's right. I, it no, we agree. Well, that's not that likes doing that kind of thing. So yeah, well, we're not at the moment. Yeah, it'd be so. great if we had another Wilf Zaha. It would be. Yeah, it would be fantastic. Okay, well, look, well speaking of Wilf Zaha, John oh, Winbow. Uh, Wayne Rowley. Hi, John. Hello, Hi, John. John, John, John Window. Wimbo. 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 Yeah. Ice the song. Can you stop doing references? Stop doing what? Oh, references to what? Um, says, Football. With Wilf likely to be out for a few weeks, do we need to bring in cover now? Clearly, we don't have many options, seeing as the window is closed. But we have been linked <laughs> today, I think, with Sammy Naz- free agent Sammy Nazari. Who have we been linked with him by? Transfer Tavern. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Have we Did actually been linked with him? Off no, 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 Sammy Nazari. Sammy Nazari. Sammy, so, what, he used to play for um, Arsenal, Arsenal, Man City? Yeah. yeah. I think, because we bought... Um, Flamini in, didn't we, last year? Or yeah. a yes, we thing. did. I think what happens is people put two and two together. They go, well, he's a free agent. We're short of a player. The only way to get a player is a free agent. So, therefore, this is going to happen. So, it, it, well, having said that, West Ham have now made their back, their back four the oldest back four in the world. And they're yeah. bringing Patrice Combined, Ever- that, combined Patrice, age, I think, of 137 if they all play. <laughs> what, who, who have they bought? Patrice Everon. Really? Free agent. That's yeah. the way to get the fans on the back on side, isn't it? Yeah. I, well, yeah. we've got a spare space in the squad. We have. And you do need Premier League permission to fill it, but I think if we're going to fill it, I'd be amazed given that we're all now in a pretty poor situation of praying for Wayne Hennessy to stay fit if we didn't bring in a new goalkeeper. Or double, made a brilliant double save on Sunday. Uh, even though the stop clock's right once a day. Or even twice, twice a day. A day, day <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a digital yeah, clock, it's only once. And for plumbers listening, he said stop clock, not stop cock. His articulation yeah. was it. I don't, it's, Nazri's rages would be a massive problem, I would, I would guess. And it's you'd, you'd kind of think that any problems we do have won't be solved by bringing in a 
probably yeah. past his best. Yeah. And p- players are out of contract for a reason, generally, aren't they? Yeah. Although, I mean, Flamini did a decent turn in a couple of games. He, yeah, right. he would have yeah. been on big wages as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Probably wasn't, wasn't well, he's, We've it, got no goalkeepers. We will be bringing in the goalkeeper. Yeah, we've, surely. Got, we've got an international quality goalkeeper. Yeah. First well, Jules is in Stafford. First choice for his country. Right, okay. And if Wayne Hennessy gets injured, we're playing Dion Curtis Henry, who is not particularly good. And behind him, we have. Well, uh, One this, of time, us. this time last week, we said if, if Wilfred Zaha gets injured, we're playing Chung Young. So it's not just in goal, is it? It's like. Well, no, you, you can yeah. kind of adapt a little bit outfield. You can either play in goal or you can't play in goal. Yeah, Dion, Matt, I don't be, know. I don't yeah, just get John Salarco in on a free. Yeah. Played in goal against yeah. Nottingham Forest. I remember once. that game, yeah. yeah it wasn't very good. He's a hard man. He won't get injured. We are. We are. <laughs> we, it is re- I mean, it is very palace in that we publicly very much tried to get a goalkeeper if not two in the transfer window and then the very next game after not getting one one of our first choice goalkeepers get injured and we have to play a 19 year old on the bench so we are thin in that well, department yeah. not, we, technically we have actually signed him he's, he's technically our player he's registered as a Palace player apparently yeah, but he's, he's still he's not, not he's just still not for some reason we, no he won't be registered he'll be our player but not registered he's our to play. player but yeah so technically we are, he is our player but just somehow not playing for us which you file under, we're not paying his wages are we which you file under bringing in three players that are not quite fit because they've had three month winter break it's, it's one of those lovable things that Palace do on their way to get relegated alright well, <laughs> oh my lump god lump on it it's 8.5 <laughs> what's wrong with Julian what, uh, what's the a knee injury I believe I think that's what Roy said after the game oh, but it didn't injury. seem to say it was particularly bad on a long term out I, I hope I don't know I don't know speaking of injuries Harold hi Harold, Harold. Right, Harold. says uh, Harold <laughs> Harold! I knew that was coming. This is eye, eye still injured, is it? <laughs> what? I don't, I don't that get that reference. Nothing to me. <laughs> you did, do you I know what? Did you know that man? Reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so you're not that. Old, oh, but, young. oh, right. King, yeah. King Harold. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah again. It's a good impression, though. Harold! You dirty old man. Dirty old man. Harold says, "How important is the return of Mamasako?" going to be for the rest of the season as soon as he came into our, our defence sat a bit higher and the press was more effective also his passing from the back is exceptional I think it's I think for me that I noticed is it's just it's the passing it's the passing of the ball he's, he seems to have an eye for it even though it looks like he's going to fall over every time he gets the ball I think Harold should be on the pod because I think that's a very good point far <laughs> <laughs> better than any other one that's been made this evening <laughs> I, you know it's, I'm, you're so tired of nothing happening from the back not, not that you want every every move, every movement to come from the bat, but I think Sacco just he seems to have the eye for the ball. He seems to be able to pass it and to thread a ball through. Um, just get the the rest of the team awake to it, and then. Um, but he will sometimes, positive. if there's a problem, it's that he will sometimes try and pass it when he's being closed down by. Yeah, yeah, and it's just such there a, is that worry every time the, he's on the ball but as the, well. The passing aside, he's just. And, and Kelly has done well this season, and we've praised him right as well. But there's just more of a presence about Sacco. He's more imposing. He's. Mm bigger he's stronger and he, he, he looks after players as well and I, yeah. I think Sacco and we finally hit on the proper the, you know, Sacco and Tompkins is probably the first choice yeah. centre back pairing definitely speaking um, of injuries but, well, but right back I don't know because Ward's fit so. Ward is available yeah but no. I mean it's Foster Mendes not injured is he no, no I, I, I think it's fine <laughs> I, these things I think we've got the, the strongest back four we can have at the moment but yeah. a lot of people Sunday would say they'd rather have Ward than Fossey Mensa, but I think Fossey Mensa's done all right. Oh, he's fine. Oh, he's doing very well. Um, Carl Mortimer. Hi, Carl. Hi, Hi Carl. Carl. Says, who would make it into your all-time Palace injured 11? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt Clark in goal. Yeah. Matt Janssen, probably. Matt Janssen, yeah. 
Padovano oh, because he had that game against Padavano, Liverpool. Padovano, definitely. Yeah. Thomas Brolin. Ventola. Ventola, definitely. Played like one game. Yeah. And was brilliant. <laughs> was brilliant. This is great. We're staying up. He's definitely staying after yeah. we go down. He didn't stay. You know what Mark Lawrence will be saying now? These are all foreign players you've chosen. That's what you get from a learning badger. Yeah. He's still, I can't believe he's still on the telly. Why isn't he injured? <laughs> that sounded really he's threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it British players. He wasn't the first choice. Lineker was away, so it was uh, oh, Jason Mohammed. So, and Paddy McCarthy had a lot of injuries. was out for a while. He was, was out yeah. for like three years, wasn't he? And then retired. Shemak. Marouan. Oh, oh, lovely man. He was getting injured. The haircut. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, we didn't do 11 then, did we? We just did a few. No, we just did a few. We kept yeah. doing 11, there were too yeah. many injured. <laughs> Ian Longhurst. Hi, Ian. Hi. Says, should the steward, the steward that tackled the pitching mode start the next game on the wing? Oh, <laughs> what a moment that was. Brilliant, needs, wasn't it? Needs a haircut. Yeah, except uh, we, did, we did all check around us to see whether our mate Gaz was still in his seat. <laughs> and was he? Yeah, just about. He Does anybody know why? What, what the reason for him I running on? No, even though, even despite Swedish TV's brilliant analysis of it, the Swedish version of Match Today did a, an actual analysis of in there. In there, it, but he, he wasn't a Geordie fan. No, they, they're, they're at pains to tell us he didn't come out of the away fans. Was he a Palace fan? Apparently no, he's so, given the yeah. finger to the uh, to the away end. I yeah. think. So he was clearly he was one of our own. But it was a great tackle. <laughs> you. Could... I mean, I want to know I'm where sure. starts serving alcohol that early on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he's in that sort of state by. What was it? Two two thirty something. Well, like? I have to say, I don't want to get anyone into trouble. How's the bars in the half away of getting very civilised about not wor- not waiting till half time? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they've they've worked out there might be trouble if they don't start. Right. Well, it was a very apt tackle <clears throat> given as it was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, as well, and, mm. and Italy were playing England at rugby as well. Yeah, I don't care about that. There was a famous one <laughs> from I think it was a nineteen sixty seven cut of where the bloke is elder is about sixty. He had a suit and tie on. <laughs> came running on the pitch and the policeman rugby tackled him which wasn't quite up there with that no he wasn't pouring beer, beer on his face no no he wasn't no. pouring beer over his head and doing um, okay so uh, Matt Tassel hi Matt hi Matt has posed a suggestion for us and wants our input on Ooh. Palace player autobiography suggestions now he's Ooh. come up with a few autobiography can I, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. give you some yeah. Yeah. knowing me knowing you Zaha mm, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 award in your ear oh yeah nice yeah. okay yeah I yeah. get that one yeah. um why have you got a ward in your ear? I don't know, I don't oh. get that. A, a, a word, a word in your ear. I thought someone put like an Oscar yeah, statuette in my ear. Um, pulling no punches. Talk of the Townsend. Yeah. He's had a whole time to think about these. Yeah, yeah we've had no yeah, time. But this is what I'm, I'm telling you now, so you have time to think about it while I go through the list. Right, so we have like, what, a minute, and he's had like all his life. Yeah, but you've had 245 podcasts to get used to this kind of thing. I've got one. Dave oh. Swindlehurst, my story. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly <coughs> what. Julius yeah. Brony and life in football, is it? <laughs> I got two more for you. Sproni the lonely. Oh. Only Sproni. Only Sproni. Only Much ado about nothing. Quite apt. Yeah. It's, it's very apt. Yeah, yeah. Then for <laughs> Chuck, for Chungy, my career in football. More of a pun than anything. Yeah. Was that yours or? No, no, no these are Matt Tassel's suggestions. It's a really good so. way of uh, devolving responsibility for that pun. It's also a very yeah. good way of uh, getting in a plug for an autobiography of Vince Hilaire that's oh. come out. Called or Vince. <laughs> called Hilarious. Oh, no. Oh, is it? Oh. Should be. It should be. Should be. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh, so I don't know. Is that out now? I don't know. It's out on March the 1st. Well, okay. 
And I, I think we may be having uh, some sort of stuff linked to that on the pod at some point. But Ooh. it's been te- go- teaser. Uh, it's been ghostwritten by a big Palace fan called Tom Maslona, who uh, has done all sorts of interviews with Vince over the last couple of years to get the book written. And it, uh, this sort of looks like it's going to be a really interesting read. First thing I should be doing is mm. looking up M for Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a good that will yeah, be, be a great read yeah, I mean with the, you know, the deficit of Regis Vince was playing at that same that same era that would be interesting yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. what a good player he was as well and we'll be tweeting out the link <coughs> for yeah. people to, to buy the book I think we get available all good stockists there's no such thing as bad publicity so we get Vince on yeah I'm glad that I referred to it only euphemistically and now uh, mm. Kevin's gone and broken the fucking pond Oh, oh, oh and now you've got to edit the swearing. I asked a question. Right, so the next question comes from Seki. Hi, Seki. Hi, Friars. S E K I. That's about different. Uh, yeah, um, he wouldn't do it under his own name, would he? No, I don't know. What's he up to these listen. days? He's at Barnsley. Barnsley, yeah. yeah. Okay. Doing he's, all right. His manager's just left to go to Leeds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and his question is uh, What do you think Roy is like at home? Does he have a cat? Do you think he named it? <laughs> I imagine Roy's a bit obsessive about football and goes home and just watches football. Yeah. So he, he, he's sort of said in a lot of interviews that he just loves watching the more aesthetically pleasing side of football. So watch teams that have amazing movement and blah, blah, blah. I, I could see him. Obviously, he's got the sort of analytics he's got to do at the, at the day job to check out the, the opposition and everything. I imagine he probably goes home and every night watches three games of football. Uh, uh, much to his missus's chagrin oh no I think he might throw a bit of the history channel in yeah. well I know I'll he was a, on I'll transfer say. deadline day oh, yeah. he was at a book launch yeah. for Julian Barnes the author was he and apparently yeah. he's a big fan of he's Julian Barnes he's a massive Barnes. fan yeah. of uh, English literature is, uh, oh. is, is Roy so I yeah. should think he likes a crossword as well but I'm guessing probably half ten he's in bed at night except for maybe Wednesdays is night do you think he wears slippers oh yeah yeah, definitely. I don't like leather, probably leather slippers as well. Leather ones. Mm. I don't know. With a back or with a dressing gown, wouldn't he? Oh, it's, it's oh, definitely. He's definitely, definitely got a dressing. It would be a cat. I think he's a cat. Yeah, be a cat. Yeah. What do you think he'd call a cat? Pushkas. No, he's better than that. Pushkas. Pushkas. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah. Very pun. good you want puns. No, that's good. Pushkas. Very good. Yeah. Stop thinking of cat-related football puns, Jenny. I can see you thinking. Cat Jennings. Oh. Oh. Peter Burnett. He was. Yeah, Peter Burnett was. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, I imagine he's a very calm presence at home. Now I should think. I should think he's. Well, he's a very. He's a calm. I presence. should imagine he's, he's series plus. He's strictly come dancing. Oh, definitely. Probably tuts at some of the scores. And the jokes. And the. I oh, know he probably thinks the jokes were a bit racy. <laughs> I. I think he probably makes himself a cup of tea before going to bed as well. Probably decaf. One of Andy Gray's teas, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Andy Gray's wife's teas. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Which are very nice. Yeah. Probably an yeah. Earl Grey. I think he's an Earl Grey type man. I think he's an Earl Grey type Do you think so? Earl Grey slippers. No. Earl Grey slippers. How odd. He probably, that's a good name for a band. Earl Grey slippers, yeah. That's a great he name. He probably still writes letters as well. I imagine he probably keeps in touch with some of his pen, pen Scandinavian pen players. Pen pals, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine him. He's only 70, he's not 170. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Good question, though, isn't it? It's a yeah, great question. Yeah. I like that question. I like questions like that. Insightful. Yeah. Yeah. Now everyone knows that he likes Julian Barnes as well. There's more so, insight yeah. about Roy's home life that we made up than we had about any of the yeah. games that we actually were at. Um, okay, so the next question is from Daniel Schilling. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. He says, when we stay up, like yeah, the boys we'll do, right? Daniel. will you guys get your tattoos done? I've, I've, I actually yeah, uh, made a 
<laughs> yeah. What's, I don't know. No, what what? Wait a minute. What have you done? No, I made another promise to somebody the other night. I actually want to get one, so but I, I'm going to get one. I want to get one as well. Yeah. What have you? What did you promise the other night? I, I'm going to get a tattoo. Oh, okay. James Endicott okay. <laughs> in a palace shirt. We could all get a tattoo of each, each other. other. Yeah. I'm going to get a, a parrot with James Endicott's hair. That's, that's a good idea. That's actually. Cool, actually. Yeah, that's cool. We what, should, it would look really sinister if we all got the same tattoo. That would look really sinister in somewhere. Well, it would like we're in some sort of cool gang. No, cool and the like gang. gang. It looked like the gang. We wouldn't look like a cool gang, would we? The lawyer, no. the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe a ring. Yeah, a ring. We're hardly reservoir dogs, are we? Let's yeah. face it. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what you are? Yeah. <laughs> you farmers market in Aiden's field wherever you are. Here comes Mr. Pink. I'll take Mr. Pink. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. That is the end of questions for this week. Is oh, that it? Yeah. Is, is that it? We had half an hour of questions. They were very, some of them were very good as well. Yeah, yeah. Especially and there were the a nice Oxford variety one. of questions yeah. this week. So, um, in part three, we're going to preview Palace's trip to Everton at the weekend. So, join us in a bit. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Two forty five, sponsored by Vector Printing for all your printing and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector with a K. Hey. Oh wow! I don't know where that came from. Sorry. No, that's fine. You can do that if you want. That's, no, yeah, it's it's nice. different. Yeah, it was different, but it was uh, quite essential. Mm. 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 A lot of lazy women getting overexcited. <laughs> <laughs> and JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Uh, visit jc-is.com. Really? Okay. Let me think. You know, I think I will. Yeah? I think I will uh, go will? to that website when I get home. This Good. Evening. Have you so Was it JC? Why is it JC? Hyphen I will. That's why I can't find it. I will.com. I've been looking for jc-is. It's not... JC-is.com. So I'm going to have to invoice him way more now for this. J-C-H-Y-P-H. No, <laughs> has he got a double barrel name? You know what he should do? He should he should get the URL iwill.com. Earl, who's he Earl? Should, he should get the address iwill.com. Yeah, and he's going to Google it. Google it, 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 it it's available, and then put Vector can put it on a t-shirt. Why have they not done that? They've done. They've they literally have. done that. What Vector? I will. He's, he's got a t-shirt. I've With I will on it, yeah. just will. for the benefit of the, oh, the actually, jury, he's actually pointing at James Endicott. How many times <laughs> have I told you not to point? Who, if someone on, on this podcast, podcast has got a t-shirt with I will on, who do you think it's going to be? Depends what size it is. <laughs> oh, oh wow. very good answer. Uh, yeah, very right. good answer. Um, Palace play Everton on Saturday. It's going to be a sticky fixture <laughs> that one, you know. <laughs> yep, good, very good, <laughs> very good, Endicott. <laughs> so <sighs> Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ Can I offer you a question from It really was not that funny It was It's the fourth time he's said it It's the last five minutes It's just repetition, repetition He said it on the microphone <laughs> I'll field this question Yeah okay alright Andy uh, This question's from Paul King Hi Paul Hi Paul He says uh, well, I get this question probably a lot of people are thinking Who plays on the wing on Saturday he, And he suggested Chungy no. Uh, do we call back Kai Kai? I think we know the answer. No, that one. Or Sawloff up front with Benteke. Not, not I think that, that's probably what it will be. Without conventional wingers. Yes. 
Do we know if Saul um, is fit to play? Like when well, we've been told he's not played for a bit. Well, he, was, he must be fit. Enough. He was he's on the bench, bench, wasn't he? So he's got to be Sunday. So he must be there or thereabouts. Put it this way, he'll be fitter than Zahar. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. True. Um, well, it's, it's an interesting conundrum. Be interested to see what he does. Yeah, I I, I, I think he'll play Chungy. Really? Yeah. I think he'll probably play Benteke on his own up front and, and Chungy out wide. Jury rig some kind of five in the middle. Yep. Chungy, but when did he last oh. play him? I don't think he'll play. He's had a lot of opportunities to play to play Lee. He definitely came on recently. He came on in a game at some point. Brilliant. Recently. <laughs> I think. Did he? Knowledge. Jesus Christ. That. I think he'll play Chungy, yeah. I mean, it's just, just for the experience. It's a big, I mean, it's a big experience. game. Experience? Of he's played of having played in the Premier League before. Oh, and played, and played yeah, yeah. 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 And it, it was also I mean, it would in a way almost be a bit unfair on, on Sir Lot to play him because it is a big game given how bad Everton's form Well it's not about being fair though, is it? It's about being fair. He has to play. If he's good enough, he should be playing. Yeah. So yeah. We've, we've bought him. We've, yeah, I mean there are nicer circumstances to I think he would you'd hope we buy him players that are good enough to go straight into the first team and make a difference. I've got a feeling he would probably rather put his left back at a wing based position and bring Ward yeah. back into the team and start Chungy so I think he'll play wing backs I think he'll play five five or push PVA or five three or, put, or forward. play three centre backs maybe and push PVA forward and Benteke on his own up front if you haven't got a light for light replacement then don't go for a light for light Mm. Replacement. Yeah. Okay. But he, he has yeah. he has shown to he's mixed it around this season before. Yeah, yeah, like he's shown yeah. he can adapt. Um, well, well, what we do know is that once we, well, we'll go one nil down and then change it, so it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we will go one nil because we're conserving our energy in the first half. Yeah. Maybe. And Maybe. Then, and then Benteke will get seven goals, and Andy Stewart will go, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> he's now he's got nine out of the nine he's supposed to have got. But well, but Wayne Hennessy will have let in six, so Stewart will be happier. <laughs> Um, speaking and of Kevin goals, will still say that he made one world class <laughs> save for taking a simple cross unchallenged. <laughs> he made a really good double save he on did Sunday. That made a really very good double save. He, really he did slightly. He, he didn't make a big deal of the second oh, save. Oh, you're, you're just like my mate was for the cameras that one. He well, stopped a goal going. Well, he, he stopped a goal going. Every save for the cameras. Yeah. Well, I didn't say it was for the cameras. Well, I'd say narcissist. He, he's so. <laughs> he's so <laughs> I'm not doing them. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm not doing them. But yes, he did make a double save. It's his job. Yeah. I mean, fair to be point, fair, yeah. to Benteke's job is to score goals. Yeah, yeah, to be system. fair, it is quite noteworthy when he does make saves. So I think we should praise him for, for once <laughs> no, for making uh, some ha- saves. I mean, he, ha- he has well been done, perfectly competent recently. He's, he's been, made any he's huge been absolutely errors. fine. We haven't any goals That's from the his highest sense. praise you're ever going to give. Wayne Hennessy has been perfectly competent. Yeah. Apart from the, the match three matches ago where he let him fall goals. <laughs> with four really bad arguably at four yeah, for one of them we didn't lose the Arsenal game because Argu- of you, well no. arguably at fault for three of them but we won't get into that you've already started uh, but... uh, is there an X S for expected saves no probably <laughs> I don't know there's yeah, probably isn't know. it if there's, probably, if there's yeah. one for goal uh, yes yeah. there is it's a little bit more unreliable Oh, what, the, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the, the one that you told us about scoring? Because yes. that's really reliable. Because we haven't, we haven't, he hasn't scored nine. That's how reliable it is. Uh, Wayne Hennessy comes out second bottom. <laughs> in those type of oh, that's, that's good. That's good for yeah. him. Yeah. You, you because he just made, made it up. up. Yeah, and yeah. also subconsciously, that's good because two weeks ago you would have said that he came out bottom. That means he's so getting better. <laughs> so by the end of the season, him. <laughs> by, yeah. by the end of the season, he'll be in the top half. Andy Amway sitting in the tree. K I S S I N G. His feet will move that quickly. I'm afraid. <laughs> um, you said Luca was top scorer earlier. He is, isn't 
How many has he got? Yes, five? No, six, seven, I think. What? Really? I think either six or seven, yeah. Four Be- or five. Because we've had a question from Mike Scott. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Says, what, from the Water Boys? Yeah, why not? And he says... <laughs> if, Somebody's tired. Is really, there, isn't he? Is Ooh. there still time left for Chiang Yung Lee to be top scorer? Of course, there's games to go. Well, it depends which club he goes to. <laughs> uh, there is. I mean, no. it's a very, that's probably the most optimistic question we've ever... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, what was his, his, where was it he scored that one brilliant... Stoke. Stoke, Stoke, wasn't it? Was that his only goal for us? No. He did start. He started. You're right. He started. He started at Burnley for a start off. Remember when he gave oh, a goal yeah. when he was first touched the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you think there's ever like? I mean, the thing about Chungy is he's a very easy target because he hasn't done it for us, and you know he's not he's not a big name obviously in this country. But do you think there's ever a way back for someone like Chungy? No, yeah, well, there was for Beckery, but the the thing with Chungy only, from what I can gather, Bolton offered a decent. Mm. Uh, fee for him and said they would match his wages so you can only assume that Hodgson didn't want him to didn't want him to leave yeah. and mm. yeah he has shown it's against that conundrum he's not played often enough for us to but he, you just assume that there's a reason why he's not played often enough I mean I wouldn't be I would be a person awake at night worrying about the fact that he was no. starting a game it's just, it's but you know <laughs> Hodgson's kind of damned if he doesn't damned if he doesn't really I just don't think he's as bad as everyone. No, I agree. I probably, I probably agree with you, but you just wonder why he's not being given an opportunity, even when we were down to no strikers at the start of the season. Where do you, you play know? a player like Chingy in the Premier League? You can't play him at ten because he's not good enough. You can't play. He's poor, you can't. You can't. You can't play him out wide, even in the system that we're playing now. Well, the well, sort of specifically in the system that we're playing now. He's not going to play as an auxiliary striker because yeah. he, he's not really got enough about him to get close to. Ben's okay. Why not? Why not? I, I think said, he could play, he could we've, play we've behind said, the striker. Yeah. We've said quite a lot on this pod that he, as an impact sub, come on with 15 minutes to go, just play him, hug the touchline, get some crosses mm. in. But he's never been used like that. No, so and that is a hard been, role to play anyway because it takes well, you five, ten minutes it, to get into a game. And, but he's yeah. not, he just hasn't been used. In, and like I say, at the start of this season when Roy came in, when he had every opportunity to try everybody in the squad yeah. and he simply wasn't just, somebody, you know, we weren't, and and it's we weren't that delighted when Sacco. But again, Sacco's a completely different sort of player. And yeah, I get that. I just, I don't know. I think a string of managers have had chances probably to let him go and, and hang on to him. So clearly, he's rated. But they've had chances to play him and haven't. But I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like he's the sort of player that maybe given a go. Well, that's like actually... Okay, well, Jordan much is rated because he's not yeah, left the yeah. club. <laughs> yeah, right, fair yeah. point. <laughs> if he's fair not point. left the club, for, for he's, other he's, he's yeah. about to start on Saturday because he's he's clearly rated because he's not left. I think it'd be more it'd be more adventurous to try Sirlot. If he, but that's if he plays that sort of role, he probably he might. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, just, I do not think that Roy will trust Chungi to play in the type of discipline system that he has. He's, he's just he's not that sort of player. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's technically not bad, but he's a bit of a five side player. Yeah, frankly, you know he can operate yeah. quite nicely in little areas, but I just I don't see him following the sort of instructions that. Roy's going to give him to play in that sort of super rigid 4 4 2 type system that we play in the first half of every match. Well, also logically, and we did talk about this in the first half without actually coming to a logical conclusion, the way MacArthur, he's been playing MacArthur, the logic is that he'll play MacArthur instead of Zahar. He'll play MacArthur as a wide left player. In, a, in that yeah, sort of four across midfield. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I like the idea what you said in the first section about um, playing PVA. 
bit yeah. further up front. Yeah. I think that's a, a possibility. Okay. So we do. Have, I mean, we do have options, even though we are. I think we've been through, most, we've been through most of the options. Okay. Yeah. We're not literally okay. decimated by injuries. I didn't say literally. No, we would. You thought it? <laughs> I probably did. Because that would mean one out. Of, well, in fact, we're worse than decimated because decimated would mean we've one out of ten players injured, mm. and we got nine we've out of twenty-five. Yeah, so we're so we're nine we're times decimated. Mm. More than decimated. Yeah. Came from a punishment in the Roman army when if a <coughs> if a legion mutinied, they would pick one out of every ten men to execute. Wow. Regardless of whether they so muted or not, so you one in ten, you were des- so the regiment was decimated. Well, that Legion. is a cheery point to end this week's pod. <laughs> no, we can think. We could <laughs> Sir, will start. That's yeah, he'll start. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yannick, we're up against Yannick. Yannick yes. playing. <laughs> Yannick will be playing. Well, he's, back, he's back for Everton. Yeah, yeah. he's back and, and been playing. So he's you, told you that Well, Everton play. at the Emirates made our performance at the Emirates actually not quite as bad. Well, do you know what is interesting thing because I think I think. It's it's like the West Ham game. I think Hodgson and Allardyce would both happily settle for a point now. But I thought Allardyce's comments yeah. about his players afterwards were astonishing. For, yeah, him they were to, crap. for him to say that in public, yeah. for, for him to say, I told him to play the way Swansea played against them, but they mm. weren't good enough to do it. Mm. He's the one who made five changes from the from the Leicester game. He's the one who went three at the back. Mm. And he's in the past, he's always taken it on the chin. It's like I thought they were. I think there's some hope for us in those comments because obviously Everton will be looking for a reaction but you kind of think that doesn't indicate that he's got a lot of trust in it and as you look at their squad I mean their squad they've got a really good squad some yeah. of them technically but it's something's not quite right there he's hopefully being we can very keep it not quite right unanodized that he was at us last season yeah in a way it's not I mean, they were so poor in the first half yeah. Yeah. but for him just to publicly slate the players and say I mean that was an astonishing thing to say I wanted him to believe I showed him the, te- the videos of mm. how Swansea played against Arsenal and told him that's what we had to do and they didn't do it that's not my fault it's like yeah. well it, it, it kind of it kind of is well it's, it's kind of his job um, yeah they'll be looking for a reaction but we have a good record at Goodson's about we, we do, we, do. You know, yeah, we, we, we seem to put in good performances up there so yeah. was it, it's not the last couple of seasons but two seasons before we won what like t- Two, two, three, two, a couple of times. Yeah. Got a couple of draws up there, yeah. one all draws yeah, yeah. and stuff. So well, it was a one all draw. Uh, Benteke scored, and we went fifth, I think, didn't we? Just before yeah, Christmas, wasn't it? I think that was a previous. Yeah. Oh, we may Not have last done. season, previous. Yeah, whenever. But yeah, we've got a I good record up there. Good. Okay. Well, is that that's a better is that a better, better than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than the history? Of it's the not quite. We're not as in much of a sticky situation as we were before, so we're all right. We can move on. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, thanks for being on the pod. Thank you for thank you for inviting us, Kevin. Once again, thank you for uh, the use of your um, your house and uh, Andy Street. Lovely to see you, um, JD. As ever, a wonderful host. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, <laughs> had some good news about the cat's heart moments today as well. So that's all. Yeah. Oh, oh, excellent! Yeah. Awesome. You should have led with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that is good news. Yeah, excellent. Don't tell the crowd and advertise. They'll leave with that tomorrow. Well, we need a good news cat story, and we in Croydon. Let's face it. If any, if any bar oh, needs a good we, news we cat story, we had our good ending. We had our positive <laughs> ending on the pod. It just ruined it. You ruined it. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be, there'll be an extra pod after the Everton game. Au revoir, uh, and we'll see you again very well, soon. There's going to be a pod extra at Goodison Park. Yes, there's one after every what? game this season. How determined are you to? Oh, to ousters. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
When it comes to business travel in Orlando, it's never business as usual. Oh, sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold meetings or the Michelin dining or the innovative industries that'll make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at Orlando for Business. Sports Social Podcast Network.